Uh, just like to say thank you to Jess for thinking of me uh, in, in relation to this event. Uh, and I've been asked to talk some more about my work with source communities through the Pitt Rivers Museum. Um, first thing to say, of course, is that um, for those of you who don't, um, uh, aren't that familiar with the term source communities, there are a number of defini definitions, working definitions in ethnographic museums, um, which we might look at. What is a source community? So, in, in, in the broadest possible sense, in an ethnographic context, we're talking about communities with close cultural, historical or geographical connections to a museum's collections. Um, in ethnographic collections in particular, um, we think of collections as having social contexts in which they're potentially still very meaningful relationships to communities. They're still very active and alive, these relationships. Um, they're not just places where cultures go to die, as was famously once said about ethnographic museums. But, you know, in terms of definitions, we needn't get too hung up, and, and some people have a problem with the, the phrase source communities um, in, in general anyway. But the main point, of course, is to foster positive relationships uh, between the museum and the communities who do identify with its collections, and that's not for us to necessarily say what those identifications might be, um, the strength of them, or even their validity. If people come to the museum with those sorts of definitions and relationships in their mind, that's something we have to engage with. Source communities can be local as well as very far-flung. In the case of the Pitt Rivers, they're mostly far-flung um, communities, but they are um, often quite local. As I've put there, the Pitt Rivers has over 5,000 objects from Oxfordshire. So uh, Alison's project she was talking about this morning, a source community project, potentially, in some people's definitions. Obviously, there are dangers of... Uh, you know, working with the term source communities, um, it's often very ambiguous historically. Uh, which, which contemporary community uh, today is a source for uh, historical collections? That's quite a difficult um, thing to pin down in documentation often, where documentation is very lacking sometimes. And also forging relationships with any particular source community group can have quite important political implications, um, especially if, if, if groups don't always see eye to eye in terms of what you're, you're doing with them. Now, my colleague uh, Claire Harris, who some of you will probably know, has uh, characterised museum work of the 19th and 20th century as a sort of a goods inward type of phase of uh, museum work in which, obviously, collecting was an extremely important part of what a museum was about. Um, the Pitt Rivers, for instance, started off with a collection of 20,000 objects from General Pitt Rivers, and by 1945, so towards the end of the colonial period, had over 180,000 objects. That just goes to show the sort of goods inward phase that we're talking about here in terms of numbers of objects. But she also characterises the 21st century museum as a more of a goods outward phase. I think that's very interesting. She's talking about, in particular, context of online uh, uh, work of museums, digital repatriation, virtual repatriation, uh, use what phrase you would like. Um, and this is what I'm going to talk more about. The Pitt Rivers, for instance, has, um, and Andy um, just alluded to a couple uh, of examples earlier on, um, has done a number of uh, online projects, which you might consider to be goods outward uh, a phase of museum work, in which uh, different types of material have been brought together online, objects, in this case of the South Sudan, or Southern Sudan as it was then called, called uh, project uh, in 2005, 
photographs from the archival photographs from, from the collection brought together with uh, objects in the collection so that people can search for key terms. But a lot of those digitization projects have then led to local exhibitions, of course. Local, local exhibitions are a cru crucial um, part, part of what we might look at in terms of the goods outward uh, phase of our work. And here are two girls in Wow, which is in Western Bar el Hazal in Sudan, just very recently, just last month, looking at some photographs from the collection here taken by Edward Evans Pritchard, anthropologist, Oxford anthropologist in the 1930s, um, looking at photographs of a homestead, a cattle kraal and a homestead um, in that area. And this is part of a UNESCO project to take um, UK collections uh, locally and to get people's responses. They're trying to build a South Sudan National Museum. And so this is all part of a very important effort from uh, UK collections towards that. Another uh, theorist of museums, James Clifford, has famously um, uh, conceptualised the Ethnographic Museum as a potential contact zone between museum curators, objects and uh, source communities. And here's a nice example of, a, again, a very recent visit by a, a community, Naiparangi, um, from Wanganui in New Zealand, who um, have, have always known about the, a collection which relates very closely to their part of New Zealand, but had managed to get uh, the funds together, very considerable amount of funds needed to bring a whole group from Naiparangi over to visit collections for an extended period of time. And of course, this is you know, a very important um, visit for us. Um, uh, we spent a whole week with the, the community group, and, and whole days were scheduled for looking at different parts of the collection. And this photograph was taken during a whole day scheduled for just looking at the historic photographs in the collection relating to the Charles Smith collection. And of course, these visits, what happens during them, it's a very complex process. Obviously, there's lots of interactions between curators and uh, the uh, individuals themselves. But there's also... What's that duck? <laughs> it's very... <laughs> Is, that, is it going badly? Is that what <laughs> um, Obviously, these, uh, these community members are, are doing things which we all do when we go and visit uh, collections ourselves. They're copying, they're sharing, they're discussing online collections, they're using digital uh, me um, uh, uh, media to do so. And so this, all, this is all part and parcel of the contemporary uh, community group visit. What else, can a community, uh, what else can a source community mean? Well, for me, obviously, seeing lots of people coming through researching collections, there's the diaspora communities, there's heritage communities, there's people who, in, you know, very much British um, uh, people who have second or third generation connections to some of the collections. And this photograph was taken, for instance, uh, during a research visit recently by Dorothy Ngindu, who who's looking at uh, a collection from Western Cameroon of uh, a Bamun script volume, very rare, and, and she had family connections to that reason, region. So a sort of type of source community visit in its own particular way. There's also source community visits in terms of sharing skills and knowledge. And this is some, something that uh, many of you will know about um, in terms of indigenous training. And um, the British Council in Australia is a group we work with every year on the Accelerate programme, uh, bringing indigenous artists and curators through the museum, talking about how we do things and how uh, they might be thought of in the Australian context. And in the last minute, I'll talk about one particular project in particular, which I'm involved with, which is uh, globalisation, photography and race. 
It's an Australian Research Council funded project to bring together the collections of four um, museums, um, Pitt Rivers, Museum of Archaeology and Anthropology in Cambridge, Musée Quai Branly, and Museum Volkerkunde in Leiden. Three important collections of early photography from Australia. And one particular example, drilling down a bit further, is a photograph. All we knew about it was that um, our curator in the 1930s had transcribed this caption, Wong Anin, um, on the back of the print. It turned out, because uh, a photograph was then found locally in Port Lincoln, that this was a man called James Wang Anin, who was a catechist and who was one of the first um, Aboriginal converts to Christianity in South Australia. And I was able then to give a copy of the uh, print in the Pitt Rivers collection to his uh, direct descendant, Lynette Wanganin, last August during a research visit as part of that project, in which um, what you might call digital repatriation um, took place with other communities in, around Adelaide, and also um, connections were made between particular individuals here, an elder in Western Australia called Dubich, who we identified as being in Perth, and there's his great-great-great-grandson, um, Rod Garlett, who I was very fortunate to meet in that point, uh, at that point, and also to get involved with our family research. So, to sum up, um, families in Australia, uh, especially um, Aboriginal families from stolen generations, are doing a lot of family history and research, and museum collections are an important source for those sorts of uh, uh, personal um, journeys that people are going on. Um, ethnographic museums are full of family. This is what I brought back with me from Australia. They're full of, full of current connections to family which are still very live and the memories of these people are still very alive. And this is something that the, the Pitt Rivers is very interested in and engaged with in the, as a dimension of all research projects and, and Dan was just talking about some of those biographical elements. So I'll leave you with Teresa Wally's photo family tree which is a, a culling of research photography from all different parts of Australia and the UK in which she's cut out her extended family over the years into these little apertures on a photo family tree, a nice way of using archives and bringing them into the family present. Thanks very much. Thank